is Entheogen. Elevate the conversation. I'm Joe. I'm Brad. And I'm Kevin. Please support Entheogen by making a donation on Patreon. Become a patron for as little as $1. Pledge just $3 or more and get early access to new episodes, plus exclusive patron-only features. Head over to entheogenshow.com and click on support. And thanks again. Hey, everybody. We are back after a very long hiatus. Um, We took a little bit of a break. Yep. Uh, Longer than we had expected. Uh, Basically, we've taken a break since the Psychedelic Science Conference way back in April. Um, and, uh, I think there's been nothing, we haven't posted anything since Burning Man. So it's been, it's been, it's been a while, but it's good to get back on the phone with you guys. Yeah, it does feel good. Yeah, man. The, I remember when you were, when you were in town for the psychedelic sciences conference, that feels like eons ago. Uh, and a lot's happened since then. So I'm, you know, looking forward to getting back into a rhythm and kind of a lot of things happening in the community. Um, a lot of you know, changes. We, a book that we've been reading recently, looking forward to, to cracking into that. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it even just <laughs> feels good to chat again. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say I've, uh, I've missed both of you guys, even though I've seen you, I feel like this is, uh, this, the, the entheogen ritual, uh, has become, uh, an important staple of, uh, of my social life. And, uh, also we had a, we had an interesting uh, thing happen to us that a lot of people wrote in about, which was, uh, that we, we were replaced by a, a Christian podcast, and uh, we still don't know exactly how that happened. Uh, <laughs> we, we certainly were a little bit paranoid about it, and when we started getting the first, the first one of the messages I got with it that I that I appreciate, and this came from a, a guest who's uh, a, a listener whose name I'll keep uh, secret, but she sent me a screenshot that I have in front of me, and it and and the title of the and you know you can see the Entheogen logo, the name of our podcast. And you can see that this is her feed and that there's only one unplayed episode of the show. And it's called One Simple Way to Go from Lukewarm Christian to On Fire, Part 8 of the Book of Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help but like I was simultaneously and extremely uh, angry. Like I had been – we had been unjustly uh, pirated in some way that we'd been you know, kicked out of our, our spot and that we kind of lost our – or work, but I couldn't help but kick it, get a kick out of this. So, like, this is this is not one of our show topics. <laughs> Did a little research through Apple and Squarespace, and uh, it didn't really come to any conclusions. You know, we were able to reset it back without too much trouble. But the question was, like, why did that happen in the first place? But uh, an act of God. Speaking of the shows, you know, we do have a, a fairly uh, deep back catalog, a couple years running here, forty-three uh, shows, and so. You know, we'd, we'd love to hear any comments anybody has. Uh, feel free to write us. You can reach us on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, you can also, of course, go to the show page at entheogenshow.com and just let us know what you think about the show. We'd love to hear from you. What else? While we're at it, uh, just to tease the, uh, do we talk about what's what's coming up? The, uh, you know, a couple other topics this this season, Brad, you mentioned. Yeah, we, we've been, we've been reading a book called Stealing Fire, uh, and all been enjoying it. And we're planning to dedicate a few shows coming up, uh, just talking about the book and its content. It really, it, there's so much of the book that, that, uh, reflects a lot of the research that we've talked about on the show and it has a really comprehensive view of it, including a lot of topics that we hadn't considered previously. Um, so we've really been enjoying reading that and, uh, are planning to spend, I think, at least two or three episodes. I think there's a lot of good content there to dig into. Um, so if anybody's read the book Stealing Fire, um, or if you haven't 
heard of it, uh, certainly think it's it's worth checking out. It's worth a read. And planning to spend a little bit of time in future shows on it. Yeah, I think it, once you open that book, you'll you'll feel like uh, you know if you've listened to the show, like the book was written for you. Uh, I know when I open the first page, it's like on the first page, there's a reference to Burning Man, Carl Ruck, and uh, the Eleusinian Mysteries. There's just a whole bunch of stuff, um, and it just keeps recurring in the book. And I think it's all very nicely written, academically presented. There's a a very good um, there's a very good like cr- kind of cross reference of how these concepts apply to all different, uh, ty- you know, uh, ways of life and sort of, uh, different historical moments. I think it's like Brad said, extremely comprehensive and sort of, uh, ties together a ton of ideas. Some, some of them not, um, uh, you know, strictly entheogenic, but sort of periphery, but, but, uh, certainly related. I thought you guys were going to say, we're going to read a Christian book about stealing listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only their souls. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in addition, uh, it's been a great year in general uh, for, you know, psychedelics about all all that's been going on with, uh, you know, MDMA uh, research uh, being granted breakthrough therapy designation by the FDA. Um, so that's a pretty amazing uh, designation, which means that uh, more people than just the study participants can be enrolled in the study. Uh, it, it can be open to people who can actually pay to be part of the study um, because it, it helps with basically proving... Uh, proving safety. Um, so, you know, it, it, the more people that can participate in these studies, the better for the research. And that's something that the FDA has now recognized that this is a therapy that um, many people may be able to benefit from. And so that's, that's pr- pretty huge. Uh, that was just recently announced by MAPS uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, also, um, Kevin, you mentioned that there was a recent, uh, some research published in a fairly uh, sort of mainstream uh, publication around neuroscience. Is that right? Yeah, the the David Nutt, uh, Robin Carhart Harris study, which I think we've given plenty of attention to. And uh, we also had uh, multiple episodes with one of the patients, Kirk Rudder. Uh, that research, which was sort of, uh, you know, though, of course, sanctioned and whatnot, was sort of done on the fringes of of mainstream medicine. And since then, um, because of the results and sort of because of the, you know, the sort of all the, the, the protocols in place and sort of the care that they took with that study and the work that they've done in presenting it in many as many places as they can, um, that that research and its results are now appearing uh, in, in legitimate academic journals left and right. And it's sort of entering mainstream science worldwide. And um, I think it's a massive breakthrough and something that will certainly lead to uh, more research and, and in many places and sort of get the, the ball rolling. And speaking of the, the mainstreaming of psychedelics in, in general, um, you know, the cannabis legalization has been going swimmingly here in the United States. And uh, I recently was in Amsterdam before your wedding, Kevin, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, I had my first opportunity to purchase cannabis legally um, ever in my life uh, by, by, you know, going into one of the very famous um, coffee shops in uh, in Amsterdam, and that was a, you know just like a sort of lifelong uh, dream of mine. Basically, I don't know <laughs> what that says about my ambitions in life, but um, to to be able to have that experience, uh, and uh, so you know I I did that, and then it was but like was that a uh, travel? You declare that as a travel business expense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I did it for for the for research purposes for for the show, uh, indeed. But you were an enter- entertaining clients. It was 
definitely a write-off, yes, um, for the show uh, to offset all the income we have from the show. Uh, but, exactly. <laughs> but then shortly thereafter, it was only like a couple months, uh, it was like the month after your wedding or, or something like that. Of course, it's legal in a few of the states here, um, but uh, uh, I had not yet traveled to a state where cannabis is legal um, until uh, 4th of July weekend, Independence Day. I was able to uh, get in line and purchase some cannabis right here in the United States in uh, Nevada. And I did that kind of as a, you know, as a way to honor my feeling of, of Independence Day, you know, being able to... Uh, to uh, finally, you know, exercise that that right to uh, to alter my my state of consciousness using a, this this plant uh, substance that's been made illegal for so long, and and this right has been uh, infringed upon for so long, and finally we're we're able to uh, I don't know so it's so poetic that they you know the opening weekend in Nevada was uh, the Fourth of July weekend, um, so that was a, a really was pretty great amazing experience. I, I didn't think it would happen this soon, you know, where we'd be able to just just buy buy pot you know, in the United States. Literally. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. Last summer, uh, I was in Washington state. And so like in, in Nevada, it's, it's legal, but you, I think you have to have a card, right? You need to, to have no, a prescription it's, it's, card. As of 4th of, 4th of July weekend, it's, it's legal oh, recreationally oh, okay. now. Yeah. It, it was legal, medi- oh, you know, medicinally, um, you know, just like in California, I think California is one of the first states, right. Um, to, to legalize it medicinally. But you, yeah, you need a card, which then you know you can you can certainly get yeah. one. But it's it's a different experience to be able to walk in there, right? Exactly. Just... Well, I live I live in California, and I've I've never had a card, though a lot of our friends do. And last summer, I was in Washington State with a good friend of ours who sometimes goes by the nickname Mahoney, um, and we went to. He's a good uh, guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> we dances, went to dances more than he walks. <laughs> <laughs> but we bought over the counter. I mean, I think. We've talked about it often, like it's probably the best weed we've ever smoked. <laughs> and it was just all you had to do was show an idea is that we were walking into a bar and, you know, purchased a joint or two and took it out with us. And it was that was my first experience in a, it, it, you know, completely legal over the counter fashion um, to be able to do that uh, only so recently. So things that t- the, there's a sea change in the world we live in. And I think there's a lot more awareness and uh, information, really, you know, the, the trials with MDMA, you know, opening that up, I think that's huge. And, you know, like what, what Kevin referred to about some of these studies that we've been talking about that are going from the fringe and coming into the mainstream, I think it's inevitable that the more information that we can gather and document and, and understand these things, the more it'll dispel a lot of the misinformation and disinformation that's been propagated for decades now. So exciting times, and yeah, it's 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 good to get back to it. Absolutely, it's great for the normalization of it as well. Because I've, I've noticed here, even in in my humble state of Connecticut, uh, you know, where it's it's legal um, medically for uh, it's been been that way for about a year now, or maybe I think less than a year, possibly. Um, I've just noticed among peers that uh, it's much more accepted. Uh, you know, more people are trying it um, to, to, you know, to treat various ailments, um, whether they're doing it through the, you know, medical framework or not. Um, the fact is that once these things are made, you know, medically legal and you start to kind of see people, you know, you, everyone becomes one or two people removed from someone who's benefiting from it, essentially. Yeah. Six, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Kevin that, Baked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Baking, uh, <laughs> Can- <the gerund. laughs> six degrees of cannabis baking. I like that. 
I, I would certainly agree, and also with other substances, I think the uh, the stigma is fading away quickly, uh, especially with the younger generations where. I don't know. These, these drugs are no longer like if you hear that someone took something, it's like, oh, you're throwing your life away. Right. You know, that that uh, that sort of stigma is gone. I mean, there's still a long way to go, but this is definitely uh, the, the beginning of removing that. Um, so, yeah, like you said, despite despite maybe other things happening in the world, this is a very, um, you know, sort of positive time. And, uh, and I think the, the road ahead will be even more positive. That was Entheogen. Elevate the conversation. I'm Joe. I'm Brad. And I'm Kevin. Please support Entheogen by making a donation on Patreon. Become a patron for as little as $1. Pledge just $3 or more and get early access to new episodes, plus exclusive patron-only features. Head over to entheogenshow.com and click on support. And thanks again. It's nice. Sir. Well, motherfucking back. We have a new show, and it's going to be Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Just throwing a lot of like air horn samples. Right. <laughs> <laughs>